Welcome to the Manifesting Runner podcast. I'm your host, Florencia Mena. Meditation not only happens when we light candles or incense and sit cross-legged. No matter if I run in the treadmill or in the street, I just zone in and get my brightest ideas, cleanse my deepest fears, and even shed some tears in my one-on-one reflections. Today, I want to invite you to join me to take our Zen out for a run and together turn each stride, breath, and heartbeat into natural tools for clarity, reflection, exploration, and mindfulness, so we can manifest the life of our dreams while getting our miles in. Thank you for being here. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Manifesting Runner podcast. I'm your host, Florencia Mena. And in this episode of the 21 episodes of Brain Reprogramming series, I wanted to talk to you about how every master was one at disaster. Oh my God, I fell in love with this phrase this week. I was listening to a conference and the speaker was saying it and I just fell in love. Of course, the speaker was Jack Canfield (laughs) from Chicken Soup from the Soul, but that's another whole story. But I want to talk to you about a very personal experience. Because when I was a kid, that was pretty simple. And though I had a pretty complicated environment because my parents divorced when I was only three years old, it was still pretty simple. I was just living life as it came to me. I didn't have to plan anything or think about how was I going to eat, to drink, to live. I had food on my table. My mother was with me. We moved to my grandparents' home. We were living with my aunts because they were living there until they were, you know, married. So it was a full house. And though the circumstances and family environment of both my parents' and grandparents' marriage was not really the optimal, I was not living in scarcity situation from material standpoint. Now, in terms of emotional, psychological, and belief system standpoint, it was a whole different story. But in general, I was living in a nice neighborhood, went to a private bilingual school, So my dad, three times a week, I spent time with my cousins, went to the country club. I mean, I was a privileged kid. So you might think I had it all. And why, if I had it all, will I ever struggle with self-esteem or self-confidence or had bad grades, right? I mean, why would anyone who had it all, quote unquote, will suffer or struggle to achieve any goal or get the job done or get a degree or even get a great job or a hot boyfriend or a car, you know? Well, I did. I did struggle and I struggled in every area of my life except for being a nice person, being empathetic, always wanting to please people, seeking people to be happy, putting them first, Everybody had more rights than me, and it was okay that my mother worked so hard and spent so much time away from me. I mean, she's working for Christ's sakes, right? And daddy, well, 
He is doing what men do. They live, throw lives away, away from responsibility. According to society, they got divorced and my dad is, quote unquote, a bad guy who only cares for me on weekends. I think many can relate to, the, to my story, right? But the truth is, I was a pretty messed up kid, teenager, young adult for many, many years. And trust me, I am a pretty intelligent person, though a little dyslexic, but you know, that was just a, work, a walk in the park compared to some deep stuff I'm about to tell you. And I, because I was abused by a family member when I was four, again, by a kid when I was eight in the bus that took me from school to my house. Then a person close to my family touched my breast at age 12. I was also called too skinny. I had such a big nose. I was too distracted, not pretty enough. I watched too much TV. And in school, while I was realizing everybody was getting an excellent or an, an A plus in their scorecards, I was getting just a good rate and a B plus. And I can't keep the list going on and on. I can tell you that. I lost some school years and finally got my high school diploma, but didn't graduate it with my peers because I got it with a, a school system that we have here in Costa Rica that you go to, you know, get the classes somewhere else and you just go and do the, I don't know what, the tests. And that's how I got it. I went to a great university that my dad used to pay and failed to continue. And not because I was not doing good. I was doing great. I mean, I was getting A pluses in many of the classes. But then somehow I was boycotting myself. I was truly good on that. I was always boycotting myself. You know, you know what I was really good at? Having bad relationships as, as well with men really complex relationships with mom and a toxic relationship with my family. I was a disaster. Now, let me tell you about I got really good at because I did get really good at something because I did master some things that were definitely not ideal for me. A tough lifestyle got me to master things that you don't get when life it's in its ideal state, and that's where I want you to focus your attention right now, because I am a very empathetic person since I was really young at age. You know, kids usually are not really empathetic by nature, but when I was age eight, I wanted to be a ballet teacher to help kids like me feel good about themselves. I also was an awesome caregiver because I took care of many of my family members while they were going through pretty tough health issues. And that started when I was only 13. I was really mastering the art of forgiveness and loving those who did wrong to me. I was pretty intuitive since really young age and that kept me pretty spiritual Up to this day, beyond religion and beyond most people might probably believe in, 
And I also master the ability to understand abstract things with ease. And that helped me to engage myself on seeing more than what my eyes could see and use more my, intu my intuition. And above all, I am pretty good. I'm not afraid of trying. Now, I know no one likes failing. I don't like failing. I know I hate it. <laughs> and I hate feeling I failed. But then again, I see through that as temporary pain and see so many good things that are yet to come that are just amazing. Now, I want to make a clear statement on that because this a whole resiliency thing going on lately, which is good. We should be resilient. But I did realize I was stuck in a resiliency loop, so to speaking, that had turned into a lifestyle. So I'm pretty sure I was going back and again and again and again into pretty not so good habits because that was the familiar situation to me. And that is something that we need to take care of. And that is a topic for another episode because I believe it's extra dangerous of being always resilient. Now, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to your heart and feelings. How are you feeling about yourself lately? Because I can relate that during these times, our feelings are just intoxicating. They're intoxicating our minds and we might be not seeing the light right in front of our eyes. I can relate with athletes and people that used to, used to use movement and sports to keep their goals going. They ran to get those miles for those marathons and races, showing themselves, showing other people, their parents, their siblings, people at work, that you are an awesome person. And I can relate to those parents trying to get their jobs done while their kids are demanding too much attention as well and is increasing anxiety. I can feel the pain of that person that is operating out of depression, boredom, and solitude. That person that is overeating. I saw people, loved ones, do it. And not right now. With the pandemic situation, I saw them do it in the day-to-day. -day. So with this in mind, I want to connect us with our, our highest self, that master, that amazing human being hidden under this temporary mess that we think and feel we are. So be, before we begin this powerful meditation, I want you to make this small exercise and please take a moment, take around like 10 minutes 
to write the following in your journal or your notebook and reflect on the following. Number one, what situation around slows you down on your growth process? What situation around you slows you down on your growth process? I also want to pay attention on what people is surrounding you that are not adding value or do not uplift you. What people is surrounding you that are not adding value or do not uplift you. Next, what times of your day are your most disastrous ones? Like you can not get your job done. Okay, what times of the day are you, you are the worst for you? Then, when you want to start working on your stuff, what is something that stops you and you just cannot move on? Anything. Doubt, thoughts, whatever. And last but not least, what feelings do you feel that make you doubt about you and the lifestyle you dream of? What feelings are you feeling that make you doubt about you and the lifestyle you are dreaming of? Okay? Be really clear on that. Set a time. It, it's okay if it takes more than 10 minutes, but set the time and make it go from your inside. Okay? Because in the next episode, it's all about you taking the bulls by the horns, okay? So now that you are clear about all of those stuff that make you struggle, I want to start our meditation. Let's start by getting comfortable. Either in a chair, sofa, in your bed wherever you are. Please start breathing slowly. Start closing your eyes. And as you breathe, let's just make it a deeper breath, a little deeper than way you usually breathe. Feel the air coming in when you inhale, coming out when you exhale, and start feeling a relaxation wave coming to you from the top of your head coming down your face gently and soft running through your cheeks neck shoulders arms going down to your thighs, shins, 
ten toes. Just feel relaxed. Continue breathing. Gently, slowly, and in control. I want you to please focus on the point just below your navel, around two inches below your navel and above your belly button. That is your power center. That is where the higher self talks to you. That's where the gut feeling comes from. From a chakra standpoint, this is a beautiful yellow chakra. And this is your power source. This is where your power comes from. So I want you to place your hands in this particular area of your body. And I want you to feel love for your powerful self. And while you're feeling that beautiful warm sensation, I want you to take a look in front of you with your mind's eye and see a golden bridge just in front of you. Pay attention to what you see on the other side of the bridge. On that side of the bridge, there is someone or something that is not letting you pass to that next step, that next stage between you and your higher self, that master, that master that you're so close of being and feeling like. That bridge is your true connection that bridge is your truth, is who you are. And that thing, that person, that idea, that belief, it's only an interpretation. And it's just blocking you. Behind this person, thought, belief, feeling. It's a world of perfect things for you. And beyond that bridge is your masters, is the master waiting for you. So right now, 
you're gonna slowly and calmly walk across the bridge. Keep breathing, you are in control. Continue walking step by step, feeling powerful, connecting with that master, with that expert that you are. There's no one more expert in what you do than you. No one has been in your shoes but you. No one has lived one day of your life but you. You are an expert in your life. And as you start realizing that this person thought or belief is just an interpretation of your own self, you start seeing how it turns into the best thing that ever happened to you, your best friend. is food for your mastery, is light for your thoughts, is a cool breeze for your lungs. You can now breathe because if it's an interpretation from your own self, you can change it into anything that you want. Keep breathing because now you're just going through as it was a ghost. You're moving towards that master that is represented by anything that you want. That position, that degree, that new idea that you're so afraid of taking action on is a reality. You can see next to you, in front of you, your master, your master degree on that. You're an expert. You see yourself there, mastering that art. Confident, free, happy. Connect with the strong feeling that you are looking at and feeling in your navel. Embrace it. Every time that you inhale, inhale all the energy that is coming from that image of yours, being a master of your life. Keep breathing. Continue breathing all you need. Remember that this is your own space. Whenever you're ready, you can move your fingers of your toes. You can move your fingers of your hands. And you can open your eyes and smile.
see you next episode. I want to hear from you, so get in touch with me through social media, from Facebook and Instagram, through The Manifesting Runner.